All right, check, 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 <clears throat> check, 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 one, two, all good. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. And away we go. Welcome to Here's Your Freaking Podcast with the Jason Lee and Clark Show. Always, we'd like to thank you for joining us for the podcast and maybe uh, taking some time out of your day and checking out all we have to offer. Because, you know, we've got a lot to offer. And you can find all of it, including every episode of the podcast. we got videos, all of our social media stuff. Head over to jlnkshow.com. All right, what are we going to get to on the podcast today? We're going to find out how to go back-to-back in the bedroom. Tagging a partner? Notice this isn't the Chicago Bulls. It's now back to back to back. It's no. just back to back. Yeah, two, that's plenty. It's the Pistons, not the Bulls. We'll, we'll find out how popular are dong injections getting. The answer is very, very. How many stories have we done on this podcast about those going horribly awry and some guy mutilating his genitals? How many years have you been wiping your butt? Six. I'm here to tell you, you've been doing it incorrectly the entire time. This is hilarious. I don't know who wrote this uh, because I found it a few days ago and I don't have it in front of me where it came from. This is really funny. We'll also define what we'll define. What sort of a wiper are you? Hey, I thought it always went like this. Hey. You're either a crumpler or a folder, and then you swipe no, no. from front to back and then take a quick peek and put it in the toilet. You're not going to believe <laughs> how many people wipe standing up. Hey, that's not the right way to do it, man. Doesn't that push your butt cheeks together? There is a large percentage of us that are if I accidentally walked into a public restroom and saw somebody wiping standing up, I think they would have... I was like, oh, he, clearly he shit his pants and is cleaning up. <laughs> That's the biggest, tallest six-year-old I've ever seen in my life <laughs> because a grown man does not stand up to wipe his ass. Uh, we'll get to that here in a second. Let's start with the most important order of business on the podcast today. I mean, just think about it. Think of, Stand up right now. Stand up. Pretend that you're wiping your ass. You have, to, you have to bend your knees a little bit. It's just not a habit. Uh. <laughs> All right. Like, what would you if you walked into the bathroom and saw your wife doing that, or she saw you doing that? You'd think, I. This I'd is... be like, come on, kids, we're leaving. Yeah. We're leaving your mother. Is we're going to go find a new stepmom. Is this some sort of a weird thing you're into now? All right. So let's start with the most important order of business here today: how to get her to send nudes. Yeah, you can find naked girls all over the internet, right? That's easy. They're everywhere. But a, what about a nude just for you? But what about if it's a brand new relationship and things are getting a little flirty, things are getting a little suggestive? How do you request to get her to send a nude, that first nude? What a wonderful moment. Hey, some of us will never feel that moment ever again. Nope. It's called marriage, kids. That, that nude just basically, yep. well, it just disappears, actually. Yeah. They say, obviously, you have to deal with the issues that involve trust, comfort level that she's at, legal issues. If somebody ends up trusting the wrong person and that wrong person puts it up on the Internet, revenge porn, by the way, kids, is a crime. If you're in a relationship, obviously, it's a lot easier to ask her to send nudes. When you're just in the crush stage, though, you have to be mindful of feelings. You may come off as 
overeager or aggressive. And then hey, you're gonna, you don't want to come off as aggressively asking for nudes. Right. Kiss your ass goodbye. Yeah, do it. Send me nudes. After a few dates, when you know things are going well and there's potential, the best play is to just how ask how she feels about nudes. I'd be afraid to even ask. I would just wait patiently, nudes. excitedly, hoping that a nude arrives. Nudes, thumbs up, thumbs down. You ask how she feels about nudes without actually asking for the nudes. I think um, if you get nudes that either sex has just occurred or it's very she's planning close, on it. or it's very close right. to occurring. Right. If she's sending you nudes, I'm guessing, I don't know, we don't know much about getting nudes. We've been married for a thousand years. But I assume if she's sending you nudes... She's already made the decision. She's showing you the map for your the route yeah. you will take for your vacation, right? They said, nudes are a thing for a reason. Lots of people are into nudes, and lots of people enjoy the nudes. Women, too, by the way. We all want to be adored, enjoyed, admired by the right person, instead of being a douchebag and texting, send nudes! And you have way, to wait for the right moment. And also, don't spell it N-O-O-D-S like you see it on the internet. Right. When you get to a place where the flirting has escalated, try bringing it up as an option. Like, would you <laughs> like to... Question mark? <laughs> would you like to... Question mark? That way you're giving her a choice rather than uh, feeling like she, uh, she's being pressured. You could say send nudes, or you could say, would you like to send nudes? Question mark. Obviously, that puts the ball in her court. In her court, show me them titties. Right, or show it's going to get you nowhere. Show me them titties. Right. Would you like to show me those hoots? Good luck out there. I still don't think there's a tactful way to do it. Maybe not. I don't know. Now, what if you get the nudes? What's your next order of business? That's right, getting down to the sex. And what's better than sex? Two sexes, getting it on twice. How do you do it, though? Back to back in the bedroom. I don't want to share my own secrets, so I'll wait for you to go first. Well, first of all, she's got to let you know that she's ready for round two. Oh. And chances are your body's not ready for it yet, so what do you got to do? Everybody's been there. They say there's no reason to stress it. Experts are now chiming in on their tips on how you can handle it and get yourself ready for a repeat performance. Here's what they say. Get to know your refractory period. Every guy is different. Could take longer the older you get. About four, maybe five days. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe I'll through the rest of the weekend. Yeah, when whatever. you're a kid, you could do it like 30 times. You know, you could do it 30 times in a weekend. They say the younger you are, obviously, uh, you know, the better chance you have of going back to back. They say it's easier to handle and predict when you're in touch with how long you, if you know how long your refractory uh, period is. So what does that mean? You're supposed to just, you know, work on it on yourself in time and be like, well, I can. I don't know. You chart it like a period? I don't know. Uh, They say set expectations if you hope to go back to back. Make the refractory period part of your eventual sexual communication so their realistic expectations can be set and no one's taking it personally. Oh, yeah, like if you can't go for a round two, she's going to think that there's something wrong with her. Or maybe you could just... Uh, you and could you know what? If you can't go for a round two, it's because of her. It's her fault. <laughs> but you could also suggest, like, why don't we, you know, why don't we lay around for 45 minutes and kind of snooze it off, and then, uh, you know, maybe, who knows? Penn Station East Coast subs? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go grab some of the cookie hey, real quick? Well, tell you what, why don't we do it, then go out, eat a full meal, go to a movie... 
You know, it gets me hard a second time. Five Guys fries. <laughs> yeah. We'll live our lives for 70 hours and get back after it. They say stimulation. To get things going, there might be a need for more stimulation than just the normal thing to get your blood flowing. Let it be known. Oh, what this is where the finger goes in the ass, isn't it? Uh, no. I was going to say this maybe you start talking about something a little more st- sadistic than you were accustomed oh. to. Oh. Right? You know, sometimes, you know, you're... you're, you're <laughs> Your tastes tend to be a little grosser. <laughs> I understand what you're saying, but trying to church that up for to explain to anybody is impossible. Now, what I was into before the first time has changed for the second time. It's a little more aggressive see, and a little bit gross. You see, my, my tastes become a little more calloused the second time around. I have a little less empathy for humanity. I need to be frightened. I, I I know. I know. I know. Let it be known that what's working for you so it can be built upon. I'm not going to let anybody know what works mm-hmm. for me. At that stage, mm-mm, that's a bad idea. They'll lock me up, probably. They say break time. No one ever said round two had to be immediate. Grab a break. Grab a snack. Grab a beverage. Grab a mutual shower until things start happening again naturally with no pressure. Oh, here's a get in shape. If you want to go back to back in the bedroom, get in shape. Um, they said that actually helps a great deal. Also, lay off the booze. Too much alcohol, obviously, will work against you in this area. Oh, see, here you go. This goes back to, well, you know, I'm a little callous the second time around. Try something new. Enhanced stimuli is always a good idea. Oh, so introduce. So this is where the finger goes into the butt. It doesn't say anything about fingers and butts. Oh. <laughs> but it does say introduce a new toy, Not a new technique, a new video, whatever else the two of you can come up with to help things along. That's a great mm. idea. Hey, the first thing you need is... I wouldn't have, Somebody else who wants to go more than once, <laughs> and I'm and I'm done. I wouldn't have proposed to you this uh, the first time, but now that we're thinking about a round two, I want to show you some things you may or may hey, not be for. Are your tastes also grosser the second time around? <laughs> this is a bad time for me to find out that they are not. Mm. Yeah, that, that round two could get shut down real quick. And then I'm alone in my bedroom with a finger, a thumb in my butt. Uh, there's a cosmetic medicine company that's gaining attention by offering services to extend your willy with injectable filler. Mm, I can't do this, man. They say it's a non-surgical procedure, which is done through that's a company. How, hey, that sounds surgical as fuck. Injecting shit into your dong? Yeah. It says, uh, Lushful Aesthetics is the name of the company. It lasts for over a year. is completely reversible. That means they have to go in there and get it back out. Company claims their enhancement can add a half an inch per session, and you can add total two inches. In width? Uh, it's going to be like a Coca-Cola can. I don't know. It doesn't say. Uh, maybe, I don't know. They say, what's the magic chemical chemical that these men are gaining this extra, you know? Why, it's J.B. Weld. Uh, it's an acid. It's an acid that is found in eye and joint fluid. They sound safe. They put it in your dong. What happens? This also happens to be the main staple in skincare products since it reduces wrinkles and fine lines and it helps stretch skin. And they say more and more guys are flocking because, well, because of the results. Nope. I'll just take the jokes. Deal with them on my own. 
Are you a butt wiper? Of course, we all are. And it turns out we've been doing it wrong the entire time. My, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law got us one of those bidets, and I still haven't hooked it up, but it's been two years. Everyone I, I know who has one said it's an absolute game changer, but I can't bring myself to shoot water onto myself and, and clean up that way. This guy brings up a great point. Look at the progress that we've made as humans. Yeah. And yet we continue to wipe our asses like they did at the time of the Titanic. Well, I mean, toilet paper's gotten a lot better. Everything from computers to automobiles to video games, communication tools, everything has evolved at warp speed, but we're still wiping our butts the same way. Well, the problem with this is, let's say it's like an Apple iPod. They roll out the iPod 30 years ago, and there's a big press conference, and they show it to you, and it's neat. If you're a guy that discovers a better, more efficient way to wipe your ass, how do you show Gather around, everyone! It's WiperCon 2023. That's exactly what you want to do, because if you find a better, easier, more effective way to do it, you're going to take all of the money. You don't get some of the money. You're going to take all of the money. They say, first thing you need to do, here's how you wipe your butt correctly. First of all, wipe until you're done. See, you need a family of bears to demonstrate. Right, and shake their asses <laughs> and show, look, now no dingleberries. <laughs> Now, this may sound, wiping until you're done, may sound like a no-brainer, but some people believe in a certain number of swipes, and that's it. They're finished. Ah, woo. Well, so, what if you have a particularly messy one? Well, I don't know. You're like, three and out. That's the rule, just this, like football. This guy says, sometimes it may only take one wipe. Other times it may take 50, but your job is only complete once you wipe and see that nothing remains. Which then walks right into the next point, according to this butt-wiping expert. It's okay to look. Some people think it's gross to take a peek at what they've produced, so they simply drop it in the toilet and, and don't check it. It's not so much the first one or two got to look at, but when you're getting close to finishing, you got to check to see, like, well, oh, you know how, the f- how close am I to being done? Yeah, you know the first two are damaged. There's no reason <laughs> to look at it. They say check until you're 100% confident that you're done. When wiping, it's important to find a balance between aggressive and weak. <laughs> aggressive. If you go too hey, weak, really get in there. It says if you go too weak, you're leaving yourself vulnerable to hidden nuggets that could go undetected until later. It reminds me of that. Uh, remember that poster they had at the back of Spencer's gifts? It was like the turd chart. And there was one called, it's the ghost shit. There's shit on the paper. You felt it come out, but there's nothing in the bowl. You're, you didn't spend a lot of time <laughs> in the back of Spencer's looking at looking at gross posters. Okay, guy, I'm sorry. What? Yeah, it was called like the shit chart, but it had like a little cartoon of all kinds of different poops. There was the iceberg because it went into the bowl and stuck up above the water. I must have studied this much harder than I thought because I remember a lot more of it than I did. The nutty buddy loaded with corn. You know, there's the one that you have to just endlessly wipe after. How much toilet paper should you be using? It's like a 50-50 drawing. You buy an arm length. An arm length should be good enough to get the entire job done. As much as you need. Oh, never mind. I said as much as you need. Don't go through half a roll every time you sit down. There's certainly no limit to toilet paper usage, just as long as you don't clog the toilet. They say the major factor in the amount of toilet paper you go through is how many foldovers do you wipe. Uh, this expert says, I use, oh, three folds? Well, it's like one of those things you used to make when you were in school, and you're like, <laughs> pick a number, now pick a color. It's a cootie catcher. Right. 
<laughs> I'm not doing that with with busted up toilet paper. No way. No, you do it with twice. And sometimes, depending on the quality of the paper, you don't even need to do that. Scrunch and drop. You don't fold. That's Scrunch. disgusting. Scrunch. It's like you're, what, you fold it over. It's like you're you're flipping through a book. But with a fold, you cover all the fingertips involved. Mm -hmm. A scrunch, one might slip by the goalie and, and, and touch ground. No, that's not how it works at all. You put the dookie paper in your hand and you, you put it in front of you and then you fold it over? Show yeah. me how you fold it. You take that's it. That's disgusting. You fold it. You fold it once more and then you use it. <laughs> <laughs> but if you scrunch it up, so what do you do? Use your fingertips it's like, like this? It's like looking for a page in a book. Well, that's not the right one. That's not the right one. There we go. Flip that one over. Hey, that three-fold, that's bullshit. Don't do that. That's disgusting. But two-folds is the way to do it. Here at work, you got to do 40-folds. Otherwise, your thumb's going right through. Take oh, a header. Oh, you have to go find a porcupine around yeah. here. You'd be safer. They say, uh, make sure that uh, they say... Personally, I'm a three-folds is a fair number. That's not true. Uh, the, the expert says you're not wasting any paper by wiping your ass with a phone book each time. You're also creating a fair separation between your hand and the actual muck itself. I've met people who use... <laughs> the, the muck? <laughs> he says, I've met people who use 12 feet of toilet paper per wipe. That's unnecessary. Yeah, yeah but it's safe. Now, here's where the here's where the real rubber meets the road. How do you wipe your butt? And then they have uh, techniques. All right. Are you ready? Hey, right hand, lean forward and to the right. The stand. No. 50% of people. Half of fucking people stand and wipe their ass? Stand upright to wipe. I'm with you. This blows my mind. Dude, that, I thought that would have been like 10% at best. They say the goal is to keep your cheeks spread as wide as possible but during the whole process. But, but you can't do that because your feet are stuck in your jeans and, and they're only going to go this wide. It said, and avoid any unwanted squishing. Standing, in my opinion, does just that. It smashes everything together, making one big, awful mess to clean up. Next, we have the front reach. No. <laughs> also, also unacceptable. The front reach is when an individual still sitting on the bowl reaches their toilet paper equipped arm between their legs no. deep into the bowl, reaching to the back of their ass and then wiping forward. Because no then, well, because, way. Because then you've also dragged your forearm across your genitals, which doesn't happen if you go from the back. Uh, obviously, there's many issues with this technique. Uh, first of all, I'd be petrified of reaching my arm down into that <laughs> abyss. The, front, hey, the, the second the front of your wrist touches, glazes the, the turd-filled water, you're gonna feel a temperature drop. <laughs> you're gonna have As to you get close to the water. You're gonna have to take a shower after this is over with. You'll be scrubbing up like a surgeon before surgery, all the way down the elbows. Imagine it's like curling in the Olympics. Oh. You got to reach your arm down between your legs and then twist it, fold it, curl it all the way to the back of your ass. No, no thanks. And and then you're just gonna mush the muck up against your genitals. Yeah. If you, no, I got a poopy nut sack. Here we go. The side lean tilt. That's that's the way to do it. You want to lean your body over to the left so that your right arm can do its thing. If you're a lefty, obviously, it's vice versa. 
This expert says, I love this technique because your butt gets to remain at least partially on the seat. Therefore, you can use the bowl to keep your cheeks apart. And, yeah, there's a spreading action that happens there yeah. that allows you to really get it all done as quickly as possible so you're not lingering. And they said, rather than contorting your body and reaching underneath yourself, you simply lean over and bring your hand around as if you're scratching your lower back just, you know, a little <laughs> bit lower. <laughs> There's hey. one more technique. I didn't know there were even three. I didn't. And there's one more. It's called the snow plow. <laughs> this is all I'm going to be able to think about for the rest of the day. Like when I'm at the gym later, I'm going to think half the people here stand up when they wipe. You know how a snow plow works, right? They push the snow to one side and then they wipe it clear the other way, right? It's the same principle for the wiping called the snow plow. The process starts with one major down wipe uh, from back to balls. And then bringing everything down to the bottom of the driveway. Okay? Then with wipe hey, number two... Uh, how, how much did you poop that you need to do this? <laughs> I don't know. It's like cutting a line. There's, <laughs> why are you doing this? I don't know. Uh, when Then on wipe number two, you swipe back up, taking your base pile and everything else. <laughs> so Way with it. So you're going up, down, up, down, no. They say the strategy usually only requires two to three wipes. So hey, you're going to be in there for an hour trying to figure this one out. Uh, the expert says, I highly recommend finishing off every uh, Duke session with, uh, regardless of techniques, oh, the wet wipe. They always come in there with the wet wipes. What do they call those they sell for adults now? Dude wipes? Yeah. Recommend that this... Uh, I recommend this to a number of people. I can't tell you how many lives it's changed. A wet wipe will complete the process and make a... It feels like a little miniature shower only for your, your you know, your bunghole. I, I don't know, man. I'm generally trying to bring more dryness to the region, not mm -hmm. moisture. They say, in conclusion, the way you wipe is more important than you think. There are many techniques to consider, variables to keep in mind. I suggest trying things out and seeing how what works for you. Most importantly, be careful and be safe. It could be a while until something new is developed, which probably means not in our lifetimes. Hey, what if you're an aggressive wiper, a standing wiper, but also a, f a back to front wiper? Oh, you just, you're covered in dookie <laughs> all day, every day. You're all three of the yeah. worst ones. Yeah, people would smell you from a mile away. All right, here we go. Uh, this sadness, and then we'll wrap up the podcast. When it comes to sex toys, AI is near here, uh, now here to say, uh, stay. Uh, a company has just announced a new chat GPT pleasure companion, which combines all the fun of a sex toy with a little AI action slapped onto it. They call it the Pleasure Companion, said to allow users to indulge in juicy and erotic stories that the champion creates based on your selected topic. Again, this isn't something you want to fall in someone else's hands. Nah. When you, after you get done talking about whatever dirty thing you want to talk about, you have to kill this sex toy. You can't let it hang around. It's remember, it's it's AI, and also you've willingly f like forked over your filthiest thoughts. Exactly. That's why you have to kill it when you're done. I'm sorry, sex toy, but that's why, that's why I don't like I don't like thinking about this because every dirty text you've ever sent, going back to the dawn of texting, is saved somewhere by somebody. They say once you pick a topic, the the companion will even voice the story and control your toy while reading it to you. Currently, the new tech is uh, the tech is in uh, beta mode right now, <laughs> and uh, also like if if it, things are getting hotter and faster and furious, it'll start moving or doing or vibrating, whatever it is, mm -hmm. faster. Um, okay, well that might not be the worst thing I've ever heard. It's called the Levince, uh, L O V E N 
SE, the the Love Sense, Love Sense, something Love app. It's free to all app users. Oh, the vibrating apparatus is sold separately. I thought, this is wow. a ter- I thought this is a terrible business model. What do you mean you're just giving this shit away? Don't give this shit away. You got some desperate people out there that need some action. So you can find it in the app store, L-O-V-E-N-S-E, and you can get it there. So, Don, how'd you make all your money? Rather not say. Uh-huh. Yeah, now that this thing, now this app knows all your dirty, gross secrets. So I can just delete it. Oh, no. No, No. it'll follow you forever. It's been uploaded. It's been banked, logged. Yep. So there you go. There's the podcast. Thank you for uh, taking some time out of your day and checking it out. Obviously, every uh, every Tuesday you get a brand new one. Uh, Not safe for work, not safe for kids. I guess I probably should have said that at the beginning because we get some newbies in here. And they're always shocked that this is nothing like the Terrestrial Show. You guys talk so grossly on this. If you would like to check out the Terrestrial Show or anything else from the Jason Lee and Clark Show, just head over to jlnkshow.com, and we will see you next Tuesday. Podcasts by Federated Media.